When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it's Craig. Before we get into the show, just want to tell you about patreon.com slash Katya and Craig. That's right, patreon.com slash Katya and Craig. We have five, seven, and ten dollar reward tiers. Now for five dollars, you get bonus episodes every month. For seven dollars, you get bonus episodes and listener questions episodes. And for ten dollars, well, you get the bonus episodes, you get the listener questions episodes, and you get our movie club episodes. As you likely already know, Trixie Mattel joined us last month for Contact, and this month, Miss Mardell is returning to talk all about Scream, only on Movie Club. And shortly after that, Laganja Estranja is coming back to the podcast to talk all about Waiting for Guffman. Now, you can only get that on Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash Katya and Craig. A Russian ballerina stopping on a bureaucrat. A perky suburban housewife who just got into scats. Give it to me, ba 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 It's whimsically do I get a special intro? Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. What? Yes. Come on. A barn door surrealist drag show intro. Oh, I like that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the complex multi-talents of the inimitable, the incomparable star of stage and screen, a radio, TV, and theatrical powerhouse, the likes of which have never been known to man. Give it up for John Hill. Hi. Hi, John. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a superstar? Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Where am I? That reminds me, for some reason, you were just on uh, your show with Andy Cohen uh-huh. on Sirius. It was. What channel is that on again? 102. 102 Radio Andy. Yeah. yeah. And also you have your show, The Feels. Yes. That's right. Every Thursday? Every Thursday. Every Thursday. At, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. That's Don't central. forget it. Don't, don't mix it up. <laughs> and figure out Central. I don't spell that out for people. I'm like, do the math because it's hard enough for me to remember. Central is a very nebulous time zone. And does Mountain exist? It sure does. It does. Yeah, remember, it sure like, does. You grew up with like Central and Mountain. Yeah. It would be in every TV. Mountain ad. exists? I guess it does. It's one hour more than Central. Jesus. Mountain is, is Salt Lake City, I believe. Oh, I think you're right. And yeah. that's it. Colorado, no? Is it? Yeah, yeah. There's mountains there. There's sure. Right. Yeah. It's is it the, mountainous area? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Oh, interesting. Got Colorado, Utah. Sure. I think that's, yeah. Idaho. Mount, yeah. Mountains there. Oh, Absolutely. are they the Idaho mountains? <laughs> Idaho mountains. <laughs> <laughs> it's where they grow the potatoes. Yes. In yeah. the valley. John is uh, hand miming the uh, the <laughs> silos. This is how I read a map. I go. Ah. <laughs> I Helen Keller it. I just it's feel best to the close map. the eyes. Yeah. Even though there's no braille, I just go. Oh, that's Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> so you had Lindsay Lohan on your show. We did. How yeah. was that? Um, it was good. Lately, they've been doing the Skype on on our show with with Andy, and and they repositioned the camera so I can just see Andy from. And now I'm, I'm gesturing again, but I can only see him from like the, like. The neck? What is this thing? Oh, the uh, chest uh, bone? What do you call it? Trachea? Trachea. The trachea. Uh, I can see him from that up. And so he's looking at the person, but I can't see Lindsay. Oh, you couldn't see Lindsay? But apparently they can all see me, so I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Uh, It was good. It was good. She came on. um, Yeah. 
I'm, you know, I, I root for her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Really sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had seen the show before she came on. Oh, the Beach House show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell Boy, us about it. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> let's see. It? Okay. Uh, uh, I There's lots of ass. Oh, okay. And I don't watch a lot of travel shows or like kind of eye candy yeah you know like by my island or whatever that it's show MTV, is right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be a vanderpump rules it's supposed sort to be sort of yeah yeah um like a mix of a couple things uh and so have you seen it no no not yet okay she, in, uh, from what i understand she's tr- she's like the 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 boss she's like in charge of the, well yeah, like, yeah yeah and she's whipping people into shape kind of sort of no yes i was that was the one thing i was confused about because she keeps talking and her and her partner panos oh panos of course yes, panos. of course yes. panos. his reputation panos. precedes him yes and, we're big fans yeah <laughs> yeah we love panos mm-hmm. uh and that backwards is so nap but uh <laughs> that is so nap. That's so nap and uh I thought they were going to be eliminating people based on what... So they brought ambassadors over, and okay. that was going to be kind of the sir waitress, waitstaff or okay. whatever. But sure. they're ambassadors of the brand. Oh, wow. Not waitstaff. They go around and try to sell cabanas, mm. which are $1,000 a cabana for the day, and they, they kind of compete. Anyway, they, For the they, day. Her and, for the day. Her and Panos talk about their ambassadors like oh we don't like that quality i don't know if she's cut out for this so you assume that someone's going to be sent home right but they're not oh they're just lightly chastised yeah and Hmm. you kind of nod to what they're going to be uh problematic or how they're going to be problematic oh i see right oh for sure who the fuck is buying a thousand dollar cabana for for it's not a full day too because doesn't it shut at eight o'clock or something yeah well it's just a beach club so oh right right yeah not a nightclub so they they do leave but it's kind of vanderpump rules meets below deck so there are vips who come and mess with the staff a little bit like this premiere episode there was a rich woman who uh was a vip guest and she had a cabana by Mm. herself but you know (laughs) and then so her per she, she was assigned to this one of the hot guys uh-huh. quote unquote, sure of yeah hot um, ambassadors i got mm-hmm. i kind of bought it. i thought it was hot and mm-hmm. they ended up making out all night and oh. stuff and Lindsay and panos like whatever whatever yeah. she was buying bottles so yeah. good for you so yes. th- i was confused about who's if they were going to cut people like survivor style but they're yeah. not they're just those are the people who are there so oh that's a that's a bummer it they should bummer. put them on like a little um mm-hmm. A dinghy and just put throw them into the ocean. You know what I mean? <laughs> and set them a sail. Yeah. If they can yeah. swim back, yeah, right. okay, right. fine, no yeah. problem. Best of like a Viking funeral. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. A flaming. Oh my god! Imagine, imagine Lindsay Lohan with a flaming bow and arrow. Oh like, ah, that would be Katniss Lohan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, smoking a cigarette while she does it. Yes. Yeah, girl yeah. on fire. Because you've uh, been a big fan of her music career. Well, I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who has? I like bossy. Yeah. Bossy. 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 Um. Just a little bossy. Wait, I, like, I it like it when I like it, how I like it, and that's how it is. <laughs> oh, that's fabulous. I didn't know there was two big bossy fans on the couch. Oh, gosh. Yes. It was, it, we, I mean, I've been fans for a long time of that song. It's been, such, it's it's been a, a long time. It's been out for, what, 10 years? Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. such a great song. It's fun to pull out for people who haven't heard yeah. it, and they're yeah. always like, oh, my God, it is so good. Yep, it is good. And she yeah. also has a monologue in that song. She does? <gasps> really? I think she has a spoken word moment. Maybe not. Yeah, get into this, Craig. It's good. I know I'm laughing here, but maybe I'm gonna be the fool in the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stop touching me without permission. Don't disobey. Answer to me. 
Follow direction. Did you ever perform this number, bro? I think I might have. Wow. Amazing. This yeah. could be lead-in music for your one-woman show. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just this, just over this, and over. Yeah. This the peanut vendor song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When's your uh, one one-person show? In like a couple months. In um, Idaho. No. Yes, yeah, to God. Boise. Boise. <gasps> I'm just little Boise. Boise. Yeah. <laughs> so you can, you can customize yeah. it for the Boise crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll go yeah. wild. Yeah. And you, yeah. could, you could title the show um, Idaho. The Idaho. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Didn't you know? <laughs> yeah. I like it when I. Wait, I like it when I like it, how I like it. Or when I think I, you said it right the first time, yeah. I like it. I like it when I like it. Here we go. Oh. It's groovy. It's not bad at all. Here we go. Yeah. You want me happy. Punishment can be severe. Severe. Oh, yes, wow. Right. You better believe it. Please me. Mm-hmm. And I will gladly brighten up your eyes. Oh. Yeah, the sun comes out. <laughs> Very complex. Yeah. I always think of this one in like um like unexpected hits, like Paris Hilton's um no uh, the stars are blind. Stars that are blind. song is fantastic. That's a total hit. John's a big fan of that. It's yeah. fantastic. Just a little bossy. I like it how I like it when I like yep. it, and that's how it is. Oh, yep. You were so right. Yeah. Now she knows what she wants and exactly how she wants and it. When, when, she, yeah, yeah, when, when, and I want it now. Yeah, yeah. scheduling is a big thing with Lindsay. Yeah, she wanted it yesterday, as we saw in her um, Oprah Winfrey produced series. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, we talked about that. That was that was an interesting uh, thing. You know, she just she discussed that, and I I watched that show religiously. Oh, the me Oprah too. Thing, and yeah. she had talked about. Uh, on our show that she's more in control of this show and it's not really about yeah. her sitch. Yeah. No um, personal life stuff. But I did get enough of her in this show. You mm-hmm. get you get like butt cheeks. Okay. Now whose butt cheeks are we talking about? B roll. Random. Oh, okay. Just random. Random. Like they sure. cut, they literally cut to butt cheeks and then they oh. cut to the ocean. And I like just seeing Grease. I like seeing, you know, yeah. the ocean. I like seeing that stuff. And And this is in Mykonos? Yeah. Yeah. And it's so pretty. And uh, she it isn't really about her personal life but she shows up and and it's not a train wreck i mean it is but it isn't like oh gosh i want to watch this disaster yeah i I mean a little bit but it's enough of her to be curious about like how and what is is this show yeah Yeah. right oh no that's okay you can belch into the mic on the show that's that's encouraged yeah Yeah. okay yeah yeah it's she's interesting she was on um uh jimmy there you go perfect (laughs) that's great yeah um jimmy fallon it was uh the interaction was strange. It seemed like he didn't know what to to say to her. Okay, like he didn't. Know, yeah, like, it, it was. Um, yeah, so weird. It, it was really. It was really interesting. That is tough because you want to ask her kind of deep questions, and uh, yeah. I, I personally have questions that I want to ask her. But I know also she's on a press tour, yeah. so you don't want to say, you know, 
Is it tough to be around all that partying when you know, you're yeah. you know, trying to keep your shit together? I mean, the story about our interview, did you listen to it? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, well, yeah. Was, I'm a religious listener of, of your I show. I love you. Thank God for you. <laughs> and uh, I kept a running list of all the questions I had for her. And then he's, he was saying goodbye. Uh, yeah, that's right. And so I was like, well, I had a couple jokes in there and they were fine. And then yeah. at the end, he was like, well, ask her whatever you want. I was like, what? Well, you just said goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, right. okay, um, are you, let's see, how's it being sober? I mean, I, I, could, yeah. I didn't know. And yeah. like, there are things you could have asked her, but they were more involved questions. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, you only had like 30 seconds left. Yeah. And I was yeah. watching them on this, on the, you know, Sky. The producer thing. That, yeah. And they were like, okay, like 30 seconds, say goodbye. And then. I was like, you know, I didn't really have anything for her except for kind of super. I was like, this is a superficial question thing that kind of a stan would do. Uh, and I have those, but I was kind of like, oh, well, we're done. We got enough, you know? Yeah. And also, you can't really like throw a really heavy question at someone right. for the 30 second thing and then just have it be a weird end of segment. And especially not her, because some people you can and they're they use it as an opportunity to be funny or whatever, yeah. like yeah. to put it back on the person. Like, yeah. that's what I feel like she wouldn't do. No. And that's why I felt like when I was watching that interview with the gym, I was like, oh, I don't, I get the sense that it would be a death trap. Like yeah. it would be yeah. like, it would be like the interview would come to a screeching halt. Right. Like the contrast between her and the Kevin Hart interview that we did with like, whatever right. you throw at him, he uses it as an opportunity to either mask the thought that he's sidestepping it or making a, a comedic moment out of it sure. she's yeah. not that vibe because andy right. did challenge him on his statements oh what a time oh, to promote a movie huh? Kevin Hart. what a time right? good to see you what a time how you doing man uh i'm good the new movie is the upside it's in theaters yes, this friday january 11th yes sir i didn't know you had a channel on Sirius. I have everything, Andy. I know you do. Uh channel ninety six, left all out right Ninety six. Yes, sir. Sirius you're answer. you're uh six channels away from Radio Andy. <laughs> so all right. I We're like neighbors. It. We're neighbors. I like it. We are neighbors. You and I are neighbors. Um I listened to your show the other day. Okay. And uh something that I really connected to that you said uh about not telling the jokes anymore mm -hmm. was you said I'm now aware of how these words make them feel and why they say that shit hurt mm -hmm. because of what I've been through mm -hmm. and I I'm glad that you said I'm moving on and I had moved on and I am moving on from that mm -hmm. from telling those jokes because I have to tell you my own personal thing relating to being at an Eddie Murphy concert okay. many years ago in like 85 mm -hmm. and I was a kid and I was in the closet and every other word out of his mouth was faggot and everyone was laughing mm -hmm. and I literally went in the bathroom and started crying I was like this is so fucked up like I'm and I love Eddie Murphy and so on behalf of anyone who was ever in your crowd all those years ago mm -hmm. and felt like how I did I'm so happy that you kind of moved on from that mm -hmm. well so. I'll, I'll tell you this and i and because it's you I, I will give you one thing okay because i said that i'm not talking about it anymore i know i, I watched the gma i mean interview. it i'm not yeah, talking yeah. about it so i'm yeah, not yeah. even addressing that but this is something okay. that's just overall okay uh and and what i want people to understand um the fight is for equality yeah my understanding okay right yes and if that's the fight Yes. But the fight is equality, equal yes. treatment. Yes. That means the only way to get there is to understand and accept the change that people have to make to to get there. Yeah. So if you're not aware 
of the things that you're doing or saying. Yes. And you're not aware of the damage. Right. When you are aware, it's your job to change and make sure that you don't do it again. Yep. Which is basically how you get to equality. Yes. That's how you get to the change. Yes. So there has to be an acceptance for the road to change. Yeah. I didn't say that there has to be a high level of, uh, of um, what's the word? Um, I don't know. Tolerance. Okay. There should be a high <laughs> I level didn't like tolerance. that word, yes. but then he changed it. There the... should be a level of acceptance yes. and change. Tolerance is two different things. I don't think that you should tolerate these no, things. No, right. In any shape or form. Right. Which is why the dope thing about me is there's 10 years of change. Yes. Somehow that was that was kind of overlooked. Because you're saying you this has not been a part of your act it's for a really long time. Ten years. Yes. Yes. <laughs> not only not only has it not been there, yes. You see no signs of it. Uh-huh. No I'm talking not a not an anklet. Uh-huh. Not an anklet? I know, not an anklet. Or a bracelet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or a toe ring. Or a, cho- a, ch- a chunky statement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a bib, bib be- necklace. Yeah. No, no belly chains. No. No. no, 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 no. Not even a bindi. I think if he had said something like that on the other forums, he wouldn't be getting the response that he's been getting because a lot of people feel really, really dissatisfied with what he said. Mm-hmm. Right. And I just piggybacking off of that is Michelle Collins interviewed him. And mm-hmm. that's also one to listen to because she started out as a comedian. You know, she's a comedian. And she was like, at what point do we stop punishing someone and offer rehabilitation and, sure. you know, let them learn, you know? And, yeah. and that's what he's saying in a way that's like, Jesus, what did I say 10 years ago? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably really bad. And <laughs> oh, I have tape of We that. have the okay. tapes, yeah, John. Yeah. If you like, and they're horrible. <laughs> burn yeah. them. I'm leaving. Yeah, and if you look, just everyone's changed from back then. And also Twitter changed. And yeah. we have changed as mm-hmm. things have increased and become more. And speaking of, uh, we were talking about Twitter followers uh, before we started, but I think when Oprah did an interview with Lady Gaga, she was like, wow, 4 million uh, Twitter followers. And she's like, yeah, because I think she had one of the most. And yeah. now we were looking at, you know, there are 142 million. Oh, my God. Like that, yeah. So, well, you know, if there's only 142 million people in the room. Yeah. And, and 139 and, million of them don't believe uh, <laughs> You just need that one follower <laughs> who hits like. Um, yeah. So I, I appreciated that a lot. And, I, and that's why I didn't, because I came in thinking, well, what can I challenge him on? Because all, and no shade to my gay friends but there are so many like uh of my friends who are composing these tweets and they're insightful and i'm like yeah i I can't i'm not i don't know if i'm gonna pull out an insightful thing all i just i kind of i might offend everyone worse than he did i don't know sure you know i was kind of thinking about my what i would say that's why i kind of remained silent during that interview because i might you know ruin the vibe but he came (laughs) came in with such an a good positive energy especially with two queens who are not you know the crisis (laughs) at all all times you know and it's early in the morning and like i was sitting there just like uh not about him but i would when those happen when those interviews happen i'm kind of like you know it's my time to eat breakfast and stuff so i kind of um unplug a little bit when he came in he i was like well this is this isn't the the interview to be um real i just felt like he or to attack him yeah based on and he's apologized and i don't like some of it was you know, prepared and stuff. And he did walk away from the job. And, and so some people were like, well, he didn't lose the job. He walked away. And I was like, but that's, 
that's because he's sick of it. He was set up yeah. to fail. Yeah, sure. Know? And I also know there are probably, there have to, and I didn't con- confirm this, but there have to be people on his team who are like real fucking gay. I mean, do you think, <laughs> do you think that you are at that level and you don't have like a big old queen as your manager's like <laughs> yeah. second and you right. have to see him all the time and you're probably really cool with him yeah, or her? Sure. And, yeah, he probably knows that in the business you can't, you know, swing a dead cat without hitting like fifty queens in William Morris or <laughs> right. CAA. Right, right. So, but a lot of those people don't even really care. You mean the gay people yeah. or the stars? We, okay, I mean, the, you know, the, a lot of people are just like, you know, mm-hmm. as long as they have a job and they're making money and they're doing what they want to do. And a lot of times, gay folks can be more homophobic yeah. than straight people. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, and hopefully, <laughs> as he's grown, they have too. But I don't know. It, you know, if it was, that's a very good point. And I was watching the R. Kelly documentary, not to bring it even oh, further we're, down. No, we were just talking We were just, about yeah, that. yeah. You know, that was a really good point that they were like, well, because I'm like, well, how could you, you're basically being complicit if you're working for the guy. And, but they were like, he's too, we're making our money off of him. And he's yeah. too, he's built this very you know, right, seductive. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So, and then they feel not trapped, but I mean, I, it's kind of easy sometimes for people to be like, I don't know what he's doing or I kind of know, but yeah. I turn my, it's so easy to see how, if it's just, we don't talk about it. Yeah. Everything will be fine. Which happens in yeah. a lot of families too. Yes. Oh my God. You know, and that yes. kind of, that kind of reaction is not a normal, well, I won't say the best one, but I mean, it's a normal reaction yeah. because it's so common. when you're seeing someone in person, you want the best for them and you, you yeah. don't want, you don't want to say like, well, I'm sitting next to, I'm, I'm looking at you, but I know you're not a child rapist. But yeah. I know, <laughs> you know, or maybe you are. But like, <laughs> John's assuming a lot of things. <laughs> I know. And, but when he came in, I was like, well, I don't want, I mean, I, I, I didn't want to be like, you know, your apology wasn't good enough. That can put someone on the defense immediately and like, yeah. where are you going to go from there that's productive? Right. And in the same way, if he had walked out, maybe we would have gotten, you know, more press. But then it's like, well, I don't know if we came into this wanting press. I, I kind of just wanted to know the thoughts and I wanted to yeah. know from to expound, expand, expound on it. <laughs> yeah. um, mm-hmm. And he did. I really liked that. Yeah, I was really charmed by it um, yeah. when I heard it the other day. Yeah. Now I'm not so keen on it because I think it went too well. But <laughs> I know well, the, the no. whole like uh, the the thing I keep reading is like you know the headline is always like Kevin Hart is done talking of like Kevin Hart talks about how he's done talking about da 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 yeah like oh my god shut up just like over and over and over and over and over yeah but he's also but he's doing um a press tour for that movie that was the other thing because you know he wants to. There's a whole, there's like a bunch of things happening with that movie. It's like his thing and it's hard, which I think will make a ton of money. Uh And I think that's like, I won't see that. Um, And it's like, oh, Nicole Kidman and Bryan Cranston. Mm -hmm. I I love both. And, and, you know, I think Kevin Hart's really funny. Yeah. So, but I'm not going to see it. And Mm -hmm. And that's weird because you see every movie that comes out. Yeah. And I just have no interest. I feel like I get it from the trailer. I get it. And you've seen Disorderlies like we all have. And that was a better version of the whole thing. Of Disorderly. I I haven't seen Disorderly. Oh, you haven't? Oh, the fat boys are put in charge of (laughs) Ralph Bellamy. Uh, Ralph Bellamy plays this incredibly wealthy man whose nephew wants to inherit all of his money. So the fat boys are three hapless disorderly. Or, uh, rather orderlies, orderlies. Who, okay. who they you know the, so the film's called disorderlies because he hires them thinking oh they'll inadvertently kill him mm. and then hilarity ensues that's funny yeah you remember the fat boys no no, no. is it p-h-a-t <laughs> well it is in uh, the in you know in spirit yeah. but in yeah, spirit not, sure not, not literally. the adjective would be that they're from, yeah. yeah no it's yeah, just yeah. f-a-t okay. and they were very large gentlemen yeah funny. Okay. and they rapped a lot fat. about eating food oh yeah. maybe yeah. i do know the fat boys yeah. human beatbox back in the day oh yeah 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 right Wow. Well, I'm glad you listened to that. I think it was 
interesting and I think it bridged the gap between you know what uh, gay people want to hear but at the same time it was accessible for our listeners who are a lot of times you know bravo folks who yeah, are maybe sure. not as up to it and maybe they learned something from that interview because I do think it don't you think it like would have been better if they had like his um, publicist had just like okay so this major gig is coming up maybe we should delete some tweets. Do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. delete your old nasty tweets. Well, people go back and if you're a certain level, they go back and they gather ammo on you and then oh, they sure. Wait put for it the, back up or sure. they screenshot it before you can delete it. So yeah. at right. this point we're all screwed and you just yeah. have to be like, yeah, at that yeah. point I was yeah. thinking this and that's why, like I have, I haven't even looked back in my, I'm not really a Twitterer, but I looked back at one point and I was like, Oh, that was, as Lady Gaga put a, a really dark time in my life. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's right. why I did yeah. that. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Like, hmm. Yeah. He's bad. We were talking about the R. Kelly thing and how, oh, yeah. I mean, hopefully he gets arrested, but at least the documentary now is making it so no one can really ignore or push it away. Right. I think people still find a way to ignore it. Oh, that's it's true. Like, yeah, you're right. Why did they have to make a goddamn um, six part documentary? Six about, parts. Like, yeah, isn't it? Three, it is three, six hours. Yeah, oh, wow. I think they aired it three, two hours. Oh, okay. When okay. I watch it on demand, it's just one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, oh, okay, God. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, and I really like that song. Do what do you want? I loved <laughs> I, it. I know. Yeah, isn't he it, actually performed it at a I did. Drag night. Yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. good. Yeah, and was, I rem- at the time, sorry to interrupt no. you. I think that she, I was like, oh, that's an interesting choice <laughs> when yeah. she said, did that. And I was like, well, maybe there's a reason. Yeah. And then I heard it. I was like, I love this song. It's crazy. Yeah. And then I remember that she abruptly stopped performing it with him. Mm-hmm. Right. And didn't promote it as a single, even though it was meant to be a single. And there was a video that was shot, yeah. but never got released. Parts of it leaked. Parts of it did leak. Yeah. So then yeah. that was, then I was like, in the moment, I remember thinking this. I was like, oh, she, she, doesn't want to promote this anymore so clearly she must know something or realize it but she didn't say anything and then we've always been like why why because i love that song yeah right and um yeah that's crazy <laughs> and i think the video was directed by what's his name perv with the glasses terry richardson i'm pretty sure <gasps> that would make sense I'm that's pre- insane Let's, i'll look it up to oh, verify that's that ridiculous yeah it is it is oh my god yeah that is too much perversion in one. Yeah, and I do wonder what went on in her mind because she's a really um, comprehensive person from the... I, mean, I was telling Andy I had watched her direct him in the Guy GUI oh, video. You, got to, you were on set for that? I was on set for that. I have secret pictures. Ooh, I'd love to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just was, checking my phone. It was boop, just boop, her. Boop, boop. A D, it was, she was like looking at the camera. I think she was even... There was a DP doing it, but she was getting the angles herself and I was so yeah. impressed and she yeah. was really directing uh, specifically and there were like five people there and i was she was so nice to me and remembered my name Mm -hmm. and so nice and so it it surprised me a little bit that she hadn't really thoroughly thought it through but at the same time i actually liked her like create creatively i liked what she said about it because if i were the lyrics of it and the the idea of the song being a sexual um assault victim i get what the idea of the song is now but i don't think everyone will you know like i yeah, see like yeah. if you're a victim it's like well if, like the fight back would be like not pleased I, I always took it as like please do what you want with my body but it's not in that um uh context right it's like okay you if you're gonna do what you want with my body you can't have the like what i can control which my heart and my mind and my decisions exactly i think is like a a great reaction yeah i think the lyric is great because at first it just sounds like a party anthem right right 
And I never understood it. Cause I was like, yeah. do, huh? What you, do you mean? Yeah. But then there's the whole thing. Yeah, you do what you want, but you can't. Yeah, Basically, so, you can't tear me down. Yeah, it this sounds like I want inside. you to dead horse me. Yeah, right. I was like, okay, what is that? What is that? Dead horse is like, that. like, it makes it seem like she is going to get roofied and just do whatever you want. Uh, yeah, have at it, kid. Right. Yeah. Dead horse is when, it's a horrible thing where you with date rape someone or roofie them and you have sex with their body, but you know oh, they're okay. a, unconscious. Oh, gotcha. Okay, dead horse is a great name. It's a great title. Yeah, for something it is. Yeah, one woman show. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah, one woman show. Yes. There you go. There yeah. you go. Oh wait, wait, wait. Skinny corpse? No. Yes, is that, I did do skinny corpse. What, no, no. What was it? What was it? Because that title makes me. I just love that title. So, so yeah, much. what skinny corpse? That was. Uh, gosh, it was over ten years ago. Maybe not. It was probably two thousand and six, maybe. And I did it in New York a bunch of times, and uh, it was. It was kind of good. I, I wrote. <laughs> I wrote some original songs, okay. and then I did a bunch of other things, and it was kind of a, a really nutso show, but people liked it. The title came first, and it was like, well, if oh, back then, I mean, whatever. I was like, well, if I die, at least I want to just be like skinny, <laughs> and, um, which was a joke. And then I don't know if it ever, it never really related to the show. I love but, that. Uh, I just like it's even better. Yeah, I yeah. like the corpse. Do the, the follow up, dead horse. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And they rhyme. <laughs> yeah, corpse, dead horse. Mm-hmm. That's good. And then they need a third one for the trilogy. Oh yeah. No remorse. Yeah, yeah there you go. Bam. I was gonna say David Morse, but he might <laughs> oh, have, no, he, he might have really an issue good. with that. Maybe. Yeah, do songs from uh, Dancer in the Dark. <laughs> oh, that's oh. right. That's right. What a jolly <laughs> film that I is. I know. I just oh, watched God. it the other day. Did, did you? Did? Yeah, I rewatched things all the time. You rewatched that movie? I did. He finds that totally shocking. Also, was really? horrified that I watched the movie and then a few hours later showed my mom. Yeah. Huh. Glutton yeah. for punishment. Gosh, it was so dark, that movie. So yeah. bleak. I, I saw that. I remember seeing that. And the next day I saw, oh my gosh, what is the Jennifer Connelly movie? Where she has a d- double-headed dildo. Oh, Requiem, Requiem for a Dream. I saw that back to back. And oh, I was like, okay. You, and it was, I think it was also 2001, like after 9-11. That's I was like, right. Okay, this oh cannot get any worse. And I was in New York. And I was like, I can't go seeing these movies anymore. Fuck. That's why you were living in New York at that time. Those were just the bleakest. The yeah. worst. <laughs> I, I went to see Requiem for a Dream and I, I went with a... Uh, my friend who's and we didn't know what it was when we were, oh. we were going to see that or this lighthearted gay romantic comedy we just said let's go see this one <laughs> and, uh, and she was i had to like peel her up off of the ground it, it was it was horrible yeah horrible yeah. but i i was fascinated and that that happened to me i went to see we need to talk about kevin with knowing nothing i was like i like Tilda oh, yeah. swinton yeah and i saw it and i was like I don't know. <laughs> I've never um, seen that. It's, it's very, very bleak. It's like both of those movies, but without music, thousand leagues under the sea. Worse, yeah. like oh it, my what, god. I mean, I think the, all those movies are amazing. Yeah. It's just, yeah. you, it's sometimes a process. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> you have to really do a palate cleanser, but they're all so good. That one we need to talk about. Kevin is like it sticks with you, and you just she's so amazing, and it's a deep 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 thing that makes you wonder things about yourself oh okay you know? yeah. and, and i and i was looking at i was watching it going i don't know if i would react any differently which is mm-hmm. really sad i mean i would but it, you you can watch it or please don't but um <laughs> you'll know, you'll know what I <laughs> now mean. i want to watch it again one of our listeners has created a, a movie list it's a uh, compendium oh. of every movie that we've ever mentioned <gasps> on the show isn't that amazing well wow. they have a lot of work to do today oh yeah that's right too. yeah and there's still more to come okay because mm. talking about bleak movies that are amazing but you don't know if you can watch them again star 80 the bob fossey directed film about dorothy stratton the playboy 
Bunny, who was murdered by her jealous ex-lover. Was Star 80 the name of something, like a book maybe? Because I definitely have done something with Star 80. Okay. Star 69, I'm sorry. No, oh, okay. I'm kidding. I'm Star 80. <laughs> okay. I'll look that up. Star 69 is the prequel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Star, when, right. Star 80, when was that made? 1980, 81. Okay. So Dorothy Stratton was murdered in this house mm. somewhere in the valley. Bob Fosse shot the film in the same house. Yeah, okay. that's that's sick. It, yeah, Eric Roberts played the jealous oh, ex. That's okay. Oh, yeah. no. I met Eric Roberts the other day at the New Beverly. How was that? It was fun. I just bumped into him. He had just done a Q and A before Pope of Greenwich Village. You're like, hi. Yeah, what no, he was walking out. I was walking in, and he actually gave me a hug and stuff. He was really friendly. Oh, wow, super friendly. We should go to the New Beverly sometime. We've talked about it for we so have, long. We have, and they've been closed for a year. Oh it's become a thing on the show now. Because he I mentions mentioned it so. every other three sentences. <laughs> and I'm not that far away from it where I live, so I can... Oh, perfect. Yeah, you live fairly close to me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're going to take a minute out of the show to talk about a feminine hygiene care product, which Brian would love to talk about, but he's currently experimenting with it at home. So instead, we have Sammy here, who's actually used the product. Hello. Yes, and I'm a very big fan of this product. And the product is Lola. Yeah. And Lola makes your month a little bit easier because it's a subscription service which is fully customizable and you can choose your mix of products, mix of absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. Lola's subscription is super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time. It's founded by women for women. That's fabulous, Craig. And I just want to say with timing, your tampon's coming to you every week mm-hmm. or every month, sorry. <laughs> well, every week, you know, some people I, some might people have a different like- situation, you know. <laughs> It's great because I never usually keep track of um, my downstairs mix-up. And, uh-huh. and with Lola, it it helps. I don't have to write it down in my iCal. I hate yeah. iCal. I don't have to send myself alerts that I don't see. It's great. Lola offers pads, liners, and both BPA-free plastic applicator or non-applicator tampons. In addition to that, they offer cleansing wipes that are safe for use anywhere on the body. They are the first biodegradable, all-natural wipe of their kind, perfect for a midday refresh. And they're individually packaged. Convenience is important, Especially right? Especially seeing as many bags are in now. That's true. Could it be travel friendly? That's right. Size matters. For every item of Lola merchandise purchased, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. And you know your body best, so Lola will give you four ways to tailor your Lola subscription to perfectly fit your needs. They're delivered right to the door. They help you track your period every month when you're otherwise hopeless like me. They're 100% organic because normal tampons are usually bleached, everyone, if you didn't know that. Oh, okay. Normal tampons have bleach in them. Yeah, which is a pretty serious thing to stick up inside you. Yep. Would you say that you really enjoy the product in general, in addition absolutely, to the convenience? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. The convenience, the product itself, win, win, win. And it's great to know that they're doing stuff for causes as well because tampons are not a privilege. They're a right. Everyone should get tampons. And it's really nice to know that they're helping out there. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit MyLola.com and enter WV when you subscribe. So that's MyLola.com. And what do you enter when you subscribe? WV. That's right. John goes to how many movies a week? Sometimes it's very Sahara Desert, just nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes it's like four or three times a week. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's like twice in one day. I get If there's a lot of stuff I want to see, I'm gesturing my phone because the app is in there uh, <laughs> but um, i don't watch movies on my phone but uh if there's a lot of stuff i want to see i will like i wanted to see escape room i see every horror movie that comes out i saw that last night oh is it good well it depends on what you think is good i see <laughs> all, the, all the horror movies just to see them and uh-huh. if one has 50 percent or above on rotten tomatoes i'll see yeah. it because okay. you know they usually get like a 
eight yeah, or a right. six. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what have you seen recently? The Prodigy, which is Taylor Schilling. It's like a, the Omen. I shouldn't say it's like the Omen because it's not, but it's an evil child. Okay. Mm, okay. Which I love an evil child. Sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, and it's not as, it's more fun or not fun, but it's more, you know, uh, pulpy than a bleak okay. Requiem mm-hmm, for a Dream yeah. or something. It's kind of like, um, fun what's up like you enjoy it you're engaged but you know it's you know ridiculous okay yeah yeah okay an escape room was just really bad but <laughs> i was <laughs> really bad it looked pretty good i know people are really going to see it and it, it's it's really bad the acting is like yow like how from the beginning like <laughs> no. so bad but by the end of it, I was like, well, you know what? They really worked hard. And, <laughs> and bless their hearts. They, they, they turned yeah. the camera on. <laughs> Damn. There was, was lighting. Long? And- you know, that's why I didn't see I was going to see it the day before. And I had a meeting and I couldn't get to it because it it's... Uh, uh, it's uh, two hours and forty minutes. No, 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 no. 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 An oh hour. I'm sorry. An hour. It's almost two hours. It's fifteen oh, okay. minutes shy of two oh, hours. That's great. Okay, that's right up his uh, alley okay. for like ninety of minutes. Film. Ninety it's minutes. hundred minutes. But hundred I can deal with. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a movie like that, like I just, I mean, come on. And there was some. The only thing about it is there's some stuff. I don't know if you've ever done an escape room. I have. Okay, you have. So you know, yeah, I did, and that kind of helps because I was like, I know what needs to happen, and there were two things, and I won't spoil it, but there are two things which had really easy solutions. Oh, that you're just like boiling in your seat because like, you know how to do on. it. And boiling is a good word. You'll know what I mean when you get to that. Okay. And there's a moment where I was like, this, just like so. There are two moments like that where I'm like, come on, you're dumb. Okay. Just yeah. Do this. Yeah, but yeah, I know yeah. they kind of needed to do it for the moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. But I would say go see it because it's kind of like an enjoyable, like solid, like j- a couple of jump scares. Okay. And, um, and yeah. I was reading this thing about the movie uh, Bird Box and like oh, how. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, did you see Bird Box? I did. Okay. I did. Did you see it? I did. I did not. D- okay. I've been well, not. Craig, I don't know. <laughs> but like people with um, like when the movies like that blow up, especially like these like uh, horror movies or whatever, these uh, apocalyptic movies, when there's uh, plot holes, there's like people who are either going to be polarizing with people who are just like so angry that yeah. like there's like what are you talking about this like doesn't make any sense like, duh, 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 duh. and other people are like just enjoy the movie it's fine like um did you w- did you like bird box were you like upset about plot holes no i no. I, like i anticipate badness from these <laughs> right. things you know i'm like <laughs> set the bar low yeah. you know I, yeah. yeah and the cat i was more like intrigued by it i, uh-huh. I didn't i was intrigued by the movie itself because i was like well this is whatever but i was intrigued by um the how they put it together they're like so many people are in it for just either a little while yeah. you know they have mm-hmm. that dumpling girl they have jackie weaver they have sarah paulson they yeah have so john malkovich they have all yeah. these people in it and and her too and yeah. i think she's always good and i liked the basic premise uh i i don't even have that much critique for it. it's like okay great i mean i enjoyed it i like any movie like that I like any yeah. sci-fi any horror yeah and um yeah. so i was kind of into it did I you just belch uh, uh no i cleared my throat it was okay. close though i was gonna I give promise, it out of you um well put no. it right in here <laughs> put it in <laughs> i'm a st- i'm a stupid idiot when i watch a movie and i like that you know it's good yeah, i want to go yeah. along with the movie it yeah, has like, to be really uh-huh. really bad or yeah. they have to something that is so stupid that throws me and then i get pissed if i'm like you really fucked this up god damn Right. I was with this but I like to go along with that stuff and I'm like yeah yeah whatever so that wouldn't happen in real life like it's right. a movie there's certain conventions that you have to follow right, right. and it's such yeah. a buzzkill when I talk to people and they're like oh but what about this I'm like did you I mean just I, I think we're in the world we're in the time of uh 
I notice young people are, they love things so much and they hate on things sometimes. But I, I'm like, you know, our friends at World of Wonder,、mm-hmm. like when I started, I was such a negative Nancy. And they were like, just try to like stuff more. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't, it doesn't do me a service to anybody to be like, I hated that. This is what sucked about it. I hate hearing that from people. Yeah.、Uh, so I try to just say, oh, well, you know, like I said, there are two things in Escape Room which are、yeah. dumb, but you, You're like, well, that's what needed to happen for the moment. Yeah. I, was, I, would, I would be that person, though. I did an escape room. Did you fail? You st- oh, we failed hard. <laughs> hard. How long did it take the whole process?、Um, well, I think the allotted time was an hour. Yeah, you have a, you, you you have have a, a, time, a, a limit. time limit. Oh, okay. They said you could call for clues. Okay. And we ended up calling very early. And,、uh, How long into the process? Maybe five minutes,、oh, ten yeah, minutes, because、okay. we didn't even get the first one. It, it was、mm. so bad. And and then we finally got into the second room, and it, and we had like 10 minutes left, and we probably had like 40 more things to do. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And it was, um I think it was one of the easier ones. And it was just like, this is not fun. Yeah.、This、I don't think、stressful. I'd have fun in one of those. It just、yeah. doesn't seem like my thing.、Uh, no. Who knows? Maybe I would like it. But at the end of the hour, they take you out no、yeah. matter what. Okay. Well, you're racing the, the clock, and、yeah. if you don't get out, you lose and you feel like an idiot. But、yeah. okay. my friend Kathy stocked the room. So she brought people who were not, different people had different strengths. So there were people、okay. who、um, we knew we would get out, you know, because she had kind of strategized the people there. And there were kind of fun people who liked games, and there were other people who were really just. Kind of like not the funnest, but they got us out. I mean,、sure. they really put things together、yeah. really, really smart.、And、yeah. So that we did two. One was in a haunted theater, which was really scary and fun.、Mm-hmm. Um, we had to like make it out of the, like a haunted theater. Oh, that's、um, cool. And the other、yeah. one was the first one in New York ever. And it was really hard. It was really hard. How many people, how many of you were in there? I think maybe seven. Oh, okay. There was just two of us. Just two? Yeah. Maybe well, that makes、why. it a lot harder, I think. Yeah. Yeah. How big was the room?、Uh, it was small.、Yeah. Okay. It was、yeah. small. There wasn't that much stuff in it. And it was, we still couldn't figure it out. <laughs> But then we went into the, the other room and there was just like all this shit everywhere. And it was like, oh, fuck it. I, the combinations. And then you got to like put numbers yeah, and、locks. letters. Like, ah. Yeah. I can't even open a lock that I know the combination to. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I know. Forget yeah. it. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. It's awful. I needed just a key. I need a key. Yeah. 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 No, Or like,、not. give me a, like, if I like, you know,、um, some kind of like,、um, A clue where it's like, this actress was in this movie, and then you shout, like, Glenn Close, and then something opens. Like,、yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. <laughs> and a, you hear a gong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. would say see it. I mean, it's kind of a more fun horror or scary movie.、Okay. Um, and it's not like, I thought it was going to be like Saw. Like, oh, right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They do, you know, the whole idea is that they kind of like get killed or yeah. you know, they get damaged in some yeah. way. Yeah. I find Saw very disturbing. I love horror、yeah. movies, but I just don't like I find those more torture porn. Yeah. 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 I sometimes, though, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, but I, I <laughs> sometimes I don't want to see that movie from start to finish. Yeah. But I want to see the killing. <laughs> <laughs> so you just want to highlight it? I just go on YouTube and like Google, like, saw. Killings. <laughs> I couldn't remember all of them because I, could,、yeah. I couldn't remember if I had seen them or not or which ones I had、yeah. seen. So I, I, I guess like almost a year ago, I watched.、Um, 
like all of them <laughs> they're really they're really ble- like dark and like literally dark too like yeah. right, like the color everything is so like just you can like barely see yeah it's like super dark and everybody's yeah. like the detectives are in rooms that have no lighting you know and it just like yeah. this is the like really dark depressing world that's just about torturing people yeah yeah, yeah. and I it, when I went back because I guess the ones I had gone back to were more than 10 years old and mm. I was like oh not that it's not scary or gr- I don't like seeing her, like a lot of pain or like yeah. slicing, slicing, slicing. Yeah, yeah. I hate like when you fall into a room full of like, you know, needles. Yeah. yeah. Um, or there's the worst scene in all those movies to me, or the one that I actually almost, almost, you know, vomited was um, the pig scene. I oh, I don't know. I don't know uh, that no, one. That? We don't have to talk That's about it. Oh, but I want to okay. hear about it. <laughs> the pig, pig scene, they, this, you know, he, this guy's standing on a, like above this kind of huge open, uh, vat or container and uh-huh. it's kind of um empty and um these so gross it really upsets me the all these um pig pig dead pigs carcasses oh, dead they pigs. come out um one by one on this conveyor belt all hung up and then they are oh right okay so they're dropped into this container large 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 container uh-huh. and there is a small blade at the bottom which is uh it it Blend, pulverizes them and turns them to a gray gross liquid You're and they kidding. and then all, they all drop in there and they this guy gets pushed in there and he has like just falling into a, a whole vat of liquidized Ugh. pigs is i oh, think but what's the torture part that sounds like fun well he like has what, to get a key, the guy always oh, they go uh, underneath like he, i guess he was a judge who acquitted a pedophile <laughs> and the okay. guy who can save him it was his son So it's two of them and the guy's like, well, if you want to free him so he can live, you know, you can have your revenge. He molested your son or killed your son Uh or you can let him drown in the pig Uh, juice. juice. Drown in the pig juice. So that was a very upsetting moment. Anyway, uh, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. (laughs) So I was going to make it out. You know what that reminds me of? You were in the original Broadway cast of Hairspray. I was. Did you see it? No, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Skinny corpse. We talk about first. That is shocking to me. Yeah. Oh my god! And that was your that was your one lady show. It was. Yeah, yeah. and you still do performances I like do. You, Casita you del come. Campo. Yeah, yeah. Would love and um, to. the celebration too. Oh, I love. Oh Casita wow. Del Campo. So do I. Yeah, uh, Jackie's yeah. put on a show. Jackie, you know Jackie B. Golden Girls. Golden Girls tonight. Yeah. I think. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when they show the commercials in between uh, the, yeah, the bits and so skits. Funny. So you can't believe that they exist. I know. Oh my god, this is my favorite stuff. Eighties commercials. A lot of times they're either super misogynistic or racist. The better ones are both. Yeah. yeah. What where did you play in Hairspray? I was the original Fender, which Who's probably won't mean Fender? anything. I know. Um he is one of the nicest kids in town. Okay. So All right. I, I yeah. he has two, you do look like a nice guy. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah. a kid, I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 40-year-old kid. And uh, he is uh, a bully and dumb. Like oh, brain okay. damage, like too many um, football okay, injuries. Sure. I know like a yeah. football player too. <laughs> and um, so, and then I, all, looking back, oh my God, looking back, I had my one line actually was making fun of disabled kids. Oh Lord. Oh, do you remember yeah. the line? Yes. Oh, but you prefer not to say. Yeah. That's okay. Um, it, yeah. Was, it, well, it was, it um, was. You didn't write it. Something like, oh, look, it's special ed. And then I made a 
like interpretation of oh, this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I was yeah. directed to do so. Yeah, 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 it yeah. always got a laugh. And, yeah, and, yeah. and also, Hairspray <laughs> does, yeah. it's a lot of stuff that is sort of show, yeah. just, ex- yeah, yeah. Yeah, was, I, yeah we were, um, we went to the screening and then okay, I remembered that that one line that Ricky Lake said. That's God, right. It was, which you can imagine people laughing 20 years ago. It was, you could hear a pin drop. Oh, yeah. A hush went over it the room. It was like, yeah. the H-Y word? No, it was the R word. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a, oh, no, I'm sorry. That's Amber and uh, Debbie Debbie Harry who say that were, or, you know, they, they, oh, they have right. a lot of racist moments. Oh, which, there's a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah, or not, now not. Um, but it was in the 60s, you know, set in 1962. And there were, it was so interesting because the, um, black kids and the white kids were separated in rehearsal in a way because we didn't have scenes together until the final end. So it wasn't like they segregated, but in a way we were all kind of learning about it. And there was so much that was talked about, about race. I I learned a lot. Yeah. We went through the process and it was so nice to get to the end of the show every night because, you know, our, you know, my best friends, you know, are in one part and then, you know, we're on this other one and we have to be mean. And then we all learned something at the end. So it was kind of fun, but it was a really good process the whole building of the show i mean it was very yeah. different from what came you know eventually happened on broadway but um mm-hmm. that was uh, a learning experience you know? how long were you on broadway for well i was in miss saigon and then i was oh, in wow. um that one what was the first show that you did was it miss saigon it was the first show okay yeah, wow did, which was a nice how old were you uh 20 wow. wow i was still in college and so i and i left a little early to do that show cool and i was in that for a year almost and a half and then i went to new york and then i had a little bit left of college and so I, I finished that real quick and then went back to New York. And then I was kind of going to not give up, but I was like, eh, I didn't go to musical theater school, yeah. but I had gotten a big show. And then uh, Hairspray happened. I auditioned and same day I was cast. Wow, and cool. the next week I went to the out of town Broadway tryout. So mm-hmm. that was nice. Did that for, I think, exactly a year and a half. And then booked Boy From Oz with Hugh Jackman. The oh, same. that's right. So I was yeah. performing Hairspray at Night and rehearsing all day for that. I was in that wow. for nine months and then started doing um, an off-Broadway show. And Boy From Oz is the Peter Allen yes. story? Yeah. I yeah. didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. Well, I go to Rio. hasn't really aged terribly well. No. Or, yeah. But some of them have. Bicoastal. So, yeah. Oh, Bicoastal. Yeah, a little uh, yeah, humorous, a uh, little uh, yeah. double entendre I on mean, that, he was, that one. Yeah, he was a big old queen. Who was married to Liza Minnelli for a while. Oh my gosh, that's the whole Jesus thing. Christ. And apparently he like fucked lot judy as well there that's the rumor is that he was just like kind of all over the place doing everybody and yeah married liza he was a busy fella he was a busy fella and if you look at him and you look at me he looks like he could be my uncle okay right yeah i definitely look like him and so when i walked in more so than even hugh in a way Mm -hmm. you know facially sure like i just he looks like a relative of mine so when i walked in they were like oh okay you know the you're because you'll fit the costumes because i'm as tall as you like that mm-hmm. was that's always a big thing it's like well, if you're an understudy can you even like go right on? oh right. sure um, yeah 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 i played mark heron i played judy Gar- uh, garland's last husband i guess oh wow yeah he was not a great guy oh really oh. what was his deal rest in rest in power mark um because <laughs> she had a couple real winners there was sid luft he had oh, i know <laughs> he's an animal <laughs> she laughed. we went we started the my scene was me and judy drunk uh, in Japan, mm. and I was having an affair. I was having an affair with Peter <laughs> Allen, and then he met Judy, and they became pals. And then I, they kicked me to the curb. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, I was a bad guy. Mm. Was Hugh Jackman like great? Yeah, the best. Yeah, 
Seems so like great. That. Nothing and, bad to say. And because they're not just like the nicest, but also really funny and uh, quick and smart and, and is so good with whoever he's talking about or talking to. Yeah. So he knows, you know, he can make a dirty joke all the time. And when you stand backstage with someone, yeah. eight shows a week, you're exhausted. Yeah. You really get to see someone's true colors, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it was always like, I was so glad when he'd be like, Oh my God, it is time to make the donuts. Like, I was yeah. like, okay, good. Like, yeah. you're not a yeah. fake idiot. I, right, right, I right. appreciated yeah. that. He's a workhorse and he's a, a theater guy. And so he wants to do the best, but he's also not afraid to admit when it's like a fucking grind. Yeah, right? sure. He never missed a show, though. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Did you ever experience some monsters backstage? Yeah. Not mon- uh, not uh, me. <laughs> I'm horrible to work with. Shut up. <laughs> no, yes. Um, but no, not monsters. But there is a moment. There's, there are certain people who, if they come to work, and again, if there's 50 people in the cast or 40 people in the cast, and they come in and they're in a bad mood, some people, because you're always supposed to, if you're on Broadway, you're supposed to slap the door frame before you walk in, okay. and that's your shit personal shit sure you leave it there you oh. do your thing and when you leave you pick it back up again you right like slap it and okay. slap it and there were some people who even though we would do that they if they were in a bad mood in a bad place it's contagious it can pollute the whole so it's sure. kind yeah. of like sunday matinee and you know you have you know you did two yesterday and you're doing two today you have another one that night it's like oh my god yeah tired especially <sighs> doing hairspray and stuff like that it's like jumping like doing cardio for two hours right i was right. skinny yeah, shanded corpse. Sure, skinny corpse. Yeah, dead horse. Dead horse. No remorse. Oh my god. So wait, so you do like eight eight shows a week? Yeah, that's the tough part. No Monday show. Off Mondays. Off Mondays. Yeah. Oh, two in the same day makes me like want to kill myself. <laughs> Just the idea makes me want to jump off the yeah. bridge. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Two on Wednesdays. Two on Sunday. No, two oh. on Saturday. One on sunday so you do four on those two days off monday one tuesday one friday yeah what would your day off be like sunday monday uh sunday matinee um you know at that age i didn't stay home and rest sure yeah right right you're not like at home with cucumbers on your eyes or anything (laughs) no i'm on vocal rest i'm sorry i can't yeah so a little bit of carousing yeah yeah and, and doing things that you can't do you can't like you know, go to a museum. Not that I did a whole lot of that, but, um, mm. you know, you would do stuff you can't do during the week, like clean right. or, yeah. you know, yeah. do ba- laundry. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Oh I'd see God. movies a lot. Oh, sure. What are some of your favorite musicals? Uh, well, the irony is I don't, I don't, you don't I'm, like I'm a, well, I'm a bad <laughs> musical theater person. I don't, mine are pretty stock. I hate this, but like, I know this is kind of a bad answer, but like, I guess, I mean, Wicked's a favorite one of mine. Yeah. It came out when we were doing Hairspray and I was like, what? You know, it was, it's just, it was so good to be there while it was, yeah. you know, happening. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Sondheim fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Assassins. Okay. Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. A little okay. night music. My mom hates Sondheim. You know, she's oh, like, really? it sounds like they're making it up as they go along. <laughs> Here, here's, yes. here's yes, the pillow. And then I'm going to sit on the couch. Yes, and yeah. then we got our mics in our hands. That's you true. got the headphones and you got a hat and you got a sweater. <laughs> you know, it's, it does sound it's like that. It's true. <laughs> There's, there are intricacies in those melodies and the chord progressions that are, really satisfying to sing sure and the people who can do it really well are beyond mm-hmm. like what patty lapone patty lapone elaine stritch um bernadette um and people who are in and like uh lynn Carew and uh angela lansbury you know and sweeney todd are just uh beyond impressive and a lot of people are just good at that style the other thing i wanted to bring up that you talked about in andy cohen live 
co-host John Hill on uh, Radio Andy. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, radio, uh, channel one hundred two. One hundred two, and uh, which is I guess only six away from Kevin Hart's channel. Just in case anyone wants yeah, to flip back and forth, I'd yeah. count my fingers. Ninety-six. <laughs> um, your sobriety. Yeah, and I wonder, were you? cool to talk about that because sure. i think it's really impactful for people because i was yeah. really taken with your story and yeah. how also it was with prescription medication right tylenol tylenol <laughs> ibuprofen <laughs> i relapsed and had ibuprofen today oh, oh. Uh, i know oh. it's so tough yeah um the bottom line is that i'm now just saying what a struggle it's been you know mm. instead of like i you know, I've had long times of, cons- uh, you know, continuous sobriety, but also it's been hard um, having been on mental health prescriptions, you know, too, mm-hmm. with, um, and also TMI, like uh, uh, epilepsy medication. So sure, not, okay. those wow. are, um, what do you, what's, what do you take for epilepsy? Lamictal. Okay. And trileptal. Trileptal is almost all done because I hate the way it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. How does it make you feel? Um, it messes with my brain. From the day I started taking it, I had a huge seizure and they gave me that first. Because I didn't, they were like, well, you can take, the big one is Keppra, which makes you, um, I was with my, I took my mom to the doctor. I was like, you, you just talk to him because mm-hmm. I don't know. I might, you know, when you have a big seizure, it's like, you know, you're crazy for a minute. Sure. And what age was this? I think I was having minor seizures from for a long time, but they were, I was like, um, they put me on Clonopin a long time ago. And then mm. that didn't, I didn't really, that didn't really help her. I didn't really care about that. So nothing I'm on now like would make you high. Yeah, yeah. But um, but Klonopin certainly. Yeah, that would have. But at that point, I didn't understand that, and also my roommate stole it all. And I was like, why would you ever steal that? Doesn't <laughs> like it, I didn't feel a thing, and I didn't understand. Yeah. But um, but it can make you feel rotten going off of it, right? Because I remember Stephen Nick can. saying that. Uh, right. She had a, yeah, yeah, bigger challenge getting off Klonopin than the any Coke. of the other. Yeah. Yeah. I spent eight years on it. She said, and if oh, I were going, oh, wow, yeah. and it flies by. That's the thing about um, benzos that it it makes yeah. the time go by so fast. And you're like, oh wait, I, I wasted a year of my life, and yeah. what did I even say to people? Yeah. Sure. So it really messes with your brain. So this is um, for me. It's, I, I'm admitting that it's a struggle, I guess, and that. Um, but and when, I, do you mind saying also? So at what yeah. point did you say, uh, okay, I got to do something about the Klonopin and the f- so on? Well, uh, Klonopin wasn't hard to get off of necessarily. I just didn't ever get uh, too on it. I was mm. always like, well, you know, I don't know. It, and then it came back later because there are doctors who were like, oh, you have anxiety, we'll put you on Klonopin. Mm. And right. then I didn't really know that that was something that you shouldn't take. But I never really like abused it. Weirdly, some doctors would prefer to give that over Xanax. Because it's longer acting. Oh, see, yeah. I didn't know why. Xanax yeah. will like, hit you for four hours and then go away. Yeah. And so you're oh, I freaked see. after four hours. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, so you're yeah. really jacked up. Yeah. I grew up in a sober household. No alcohol. Oh, really? Nothing super wow. religious. I never wow. saw anybody abuse substances. I never was. That was. That's not my DNA. Like, I won't reach for a drink. It's just not in my thing I, it makes yeah. me sick i hate it mm. um but i was an opiate guy i turned into an opiate guy uh-huh. um yeah i was over prescribed um percocet oh and then valium too so which is benzo which oh, is a longer yeah. acting so those together which you're i mean they'll kill you yeah yeah um, oh, shit but yeah. it increased and i and i was going through a horror a really really sad 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 breakup a long distance breakup and uh, i was really 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 sad about it because i felt responsible for it in terms mm-hmm. of i took a job away and I wasn't gonna I didn't know how to f- move back or get him to move there and it wasn't really sure. working so I felt so depressed and so sad so then I it, I remember making the decision I'm like well I'm just gonna 
take stuff to make my take my mind happen. <laughs> it's such a stupid thing to do, but it I, but it kind of works. Like they say in postcards from the edge, drugs are the solution, not the problem. You know, you have you have issues to deal with. Yeah. You either yeah. numb it out. My first boyfriend in New York was in recovery, and I used to go with him to meetings and stuff. And I was like, "This mm. is I support you. That's great." I was sober at that point. Like I never drank because I was a singer. And sure. I never, yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god, why would you ever smoke pot?" I never smoked pot mm-hmm. um, before. Uh, I guess I maybe smoked it a couple times in college, and I was just like. I'm ODing, kill, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call my parents and they yeah. people would just laugh at me, but I would be like, oh God, no, 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 never. Yeah. It wasn't my thing. Um, but then like during Hairspray, everyone was stoned. Everyone was drinking all the time. And I was like, mm. well, this is fun. Mm. So, I mean, when I really decided I need to fix this, like I, I would go through loneliness and depression and I would, uh, I was doing a show uh, out of town in Dallas and uh-huh. my boyfriend was here and I was alone and I was also I had a big responsibility as right. a showrunner and I remember just I would go I would have to go home at the end of the day and I would just that's when I would like drink beer yeah which would make me fat and not a skinny corpse <laughs> <laughs> fat corpse, <laughs> a, bad corpse. <laughs> a dead fat corpse um around that time I was like well I'm gonna cut this down but I was also um medicated so I went, when I went back to New York I was also kind of uh was working at Watch Weapons Live and it's a big uh, drinking culture because, you know, everyone's drinking. And I was like, well, I guess I'll drink. It never felt great, but I was always kind of a downer person. So uh-huh. not a opiate person. But like Stevie Nicks, it was easy to get off the opiates for okay. me. I was like, thank God. Yeah. yeah. I detoxed. This isn't safe, but I detoxed by myself in my apartment wow. for two weeks. And it, by the end of it, I was like, oh, I'm done. And then I did have to go away. I went away <laughs> yeah. for exhaustion. Sure. <laughs> Dehydration? Um, yeah. yeah. And by the time I got there, I was like, oh, well, I'm detoxed. So that's uh-huh. great. So I was ready to get sober and like kind of start to figure out what worked for me um, sure and so that lasted a while but you know what it was weird is this going on too long no I, not uh, at no, all no, no, no. i uh they started medicating me at rehab and wow. i remember my sister who was kind of my um i don't know by proxy kind of you know person i, I shared yeah. she had rights to know what was happening sure medication what health health wise yeah and uh and she was like, don't, don't give him, they gave me Suboxone. What? Oh, I wasn't even already detoxed for two weeks. And for yeah. those who aren't familiar with Suboxone, describe it. Is an o- it. Well, it's an opiate mixed with naloxone. So you, it's kind of like you, okay, you take that. It's a little bit, it's kind of like a methadone theory. Yeah. It's yeah. not methadone, but it's like, it's like that. It's that it is a sublingual thing you take if it, and that's for a lot of people who are, you know, taking a lot of heroin and stuff. Yeah. Really, yeah. And the idea is if they take it and then someone takes a heroin, they don't get the effects. They don't get high. Right. They get sick. Yeah. Right? So if I had taken a bunch of Percocet, it wouldn't have done anything to me and I couldn't OD because it has naloxone in it. So they put, but they put me on that. And I, at the time I was like, well, that's good. So I know it's kind of like when, um, what's that stuff that, uh, alcoholics take? You Antibu- know, or, uh, oh yeah. Antibus. Yes, Antibus. Antibus. Yeah. yeah. It's like you'll really get sick. So it's, it, it, mm, I don't know if, I don't know if naloxone would make you sick, but it would definitely make you not, uh, get the high that you could and yeah. certainly won't let you OD. So I thought, well, that's a safeguard because I, I didn't know at that point it was kind of, you know, changing all my habits. So I didn't know sure. if it was going to be, um, it, I thought it'd be a good safeguard. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, and also they're doctors and they're in this program. You yeah. trust them. Right. And then I, but I was a little bit worried, you know, kind of concerned. I had a little red flag. I was like, but they do this so that their business will flourish in a way. Wow. And I don't know if that was the case with them, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to trust them. It's a very low dose. So I feel like that first year out of that, yeah. even though I was sober, it was, 
I was still on that, which made me, f- I still had that thing in my mind of like, oh, you take something. Yeah. 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 yeah well, I, I know a lot of, like, I know a lot of addicts who like are very, um, it's polarizing. Yeah. The, this, the mm-hmm. suboxone. It thing. is. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. You know, like I, I'm, you know, three years sober, I'm sticking suboxone. Well, they're not so. No, 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 no. I'm mean, saying they oh. say that. Like, <laughs> um, but they, other people, they just don't consider you sober with on suboxone. And I didn't either. And I mm-hmm. feel like I wasn't myself. And I yeah. feel like I was still not high necessarily, but certainly checked altered. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. altered completely. Yeah. And then um, I stopped taking that. And then after that, um, did you do that by yourself when you stopped taking it, or did you? Have yeah, to... we tapered it off, and okay. then because I hated it. You know? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and. And I felt like I was, yeah, altered and getting high. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I remember being down back in Boston by the um, Boston Medical Center and the mm-hmm. Methadone Clinic mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. zombies yes. just walking really, out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Uh-huh. And there are only yeah. certain doctors who can give Suboxone and... Uh, at least in New York, there were, and uh, and I and it was definitely like a shady thing, or you had to like be really, really, really overly approved to mm. oh pres- sure pre- even prescribe that. Like not every right. doctor can just give that to you. Um, it, so isn't it also more common for it to be something that is given to people like if you feel like you're going to relapse, take this, but yeah. to prescribe it as a daily yeah. thing is that as common? Well, it depends on the kind of like I was, you know, I would just take pills. I even took at that point. Uh, they, I somehow got, uh, and this is now in the current like mind, the top of mind moment, uh, fentanyl. Oh, oh gosh. Wow. Which is worse than heroin. Yeah. And they were saying, it seems very scary. I didn't have, I mean, it cranked me out. I mean, I was, <laughs> I don't know. But it would make me just kind of, I would just spend a lot of time alone. It was very isolating. So it's super, it made me really sad. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm always very curious about like opiates because um, I never did those like only the only drugs I never did. I always mm-hmm. like wanted to do like speed or whatever. But mm. what do people do on heroin or like what, what, or, or like or, or on opiates? Yeah. Like, yeah, you take a bunch of fentanyl. Like, what do you what do you do? Go to yeah, the- well, um, the fentanyl was strange because I would wear the uh, transdermal pat the patch. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, and it's very chic. It goes well with a lot yeah. of outfits. Yeah, yeah, it looks really cute. <laughs> um, and 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 that was a small period of time because that really turned this you know things were things kind of escalated quickly with that and then Uh my friends and family like figure it out i was like i'm so ready to get rid of this Uh crap yeah Yeah. um but it had become kind of a compulsion so that was only a few months this is before or after the suboxone after after no no no, it was before i'm lying okay okay. before and i would never take that again yeah yeah um and it was so you just kind of increase. And uh, and in my mind, I was like, oh my God, never in a million years would I ever do heroin come to find out fentanyl's, you know, stronger. Yeah. But I didn't understand it was stronger because it, it was just a patch. And I was like, ah, has this even working? But then two days later, because it works for 72 hours. Oh, what? Shit. Oh my God. The transdermal patch oh does. God. Yeah. So on weekends, it would, I would just spend time alone with my dog and I would write in my spiral notebook, like, you know, my, you know, creative ideas. And then I would read them later and be like, Oh, oh God. Lord. Oh yeah. God. It's like in uh, party monster at the end that the book is empty. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That great yeah, book. Yeah. So I knew it was crazy. Um, and I really wanted to just drop that. Cause it's not me. I didn't, you know, I spent the first 20 years or so years of my life with zero substances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, this is, this is just, who is this person? And yeah. so I was really ready to dump that. Um, and then, you know, I thought once I got sober, there would be like a relapse would be the worst thing, uh, ever. Yeah. And then, uh, it was, it was a benzo situation where I kind of had some hiccups. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those damn benzos. Yeah. And right. it's the most prescribed drug in America. Ugh. 
Now those are for those not familiar, but yeah. it's the the Pams, right? Yeah, yeah. Lorazepam, Diazepam, Clonazepam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what's the Xanax one? Uh, Xanax is um, Alprazolam. Oh, Alprazolam. Alprazolam. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know Al. Yeah, you know yeah. Al. Yeah, Alice Sheedy. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Known for her terrific run in Hedwig. Exactly. <laughs> And it's what? Oh, yes. so she was like she the was second Hedwig. or third uh, Hedwig after John Cameron Mitchell's original run, and it was the biggest disaster. I don't know if there's a bootleg of oh, her performances, well, there's but there's gotta be. I'm sure there has to be. How but long did that last? Not long. They canned her pretty quick because the actor playing Hedwig will improv because it's part of the thing. But improv in a structure. Uh-huh. She was going totally off the map insisting other people sing certain songs that Hedwig is supposed to sing, and also it was just, oh, no. I guess, a total mess. Yeah, you have to be a certain kind of performer to carry that show. It's a really tricky show. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But anyway, back to your story. Yeah. So the Al Prazolam, he mm. was... Uh, right. Yeah. You know, all this stress comes back to you, even after a while of spending time really feeling good and in your mind and having kind of getting back to your health and stuff. Yeah. And then I didn't realize that it would have been such a big deal. And I was prescribed by a doctor and stuff like that. And prescribed because of anxiety? Yeah. And certain doctors get freaked out about epilepsy like well you need to take an anti-convulsant and stuff like that but uh-huh. you i knew better uh-huh. and i knew i should have been honest with myself about that but i was like well i'm not drinking ever and i'm not going to ever smoke pot or i'm not going to do anything so i mean this is okay and i wasn't quite clear that um i mean i was but i wasn't that it would be not a, not a sober thing to do uh-huh. yeah. and a lot of people have problems with that even once they get sober and like sure. they have to start over once they take xanax yeah. so um that was one thing and um that's that's an issue. But what I realized is getting off of these medications that are for epilepsy, which also work as um, people take them for bipolar and stuff well, like Lamactyl, that. Well, right? That, that's used yeah. a lot for manic depression. Bipolar, and, yes. and really? bipolar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wow. I wasn't manic depressive. And I was, I'm not even depressed. So I was kind of like, well, these things are working with my brain. So I really wanted to get off of the Lamictal. I don't, I think it just is kind of fine mm-hmm. i'm on a very low dose sure but um the other one trileptal is it's a little bit different for me you know it just it affects my thinking okay oh. so i'm now finally on like l- less than half the dose i started on oh. that's scary. I feel much better but your brain you you feel like your thoughts are different okay. that's scary i know yeah and you're aware of it. You're like, oh, that's an insane thought. Why am I thinking that? Oh, it's because I'm on this medication. Oh, God. Yeah. So you would have insane thoughts, not like just um, slower thoughts or no. cloudy thoughts. Well, and when I went off of these things, I realized or started to. And, you know, but when I really um, no Suboxone and no Benzos and stuff like that, yeah. what I realized is uh, I had immense amount of brain fog and slowness. Sure. And mm. that lasted a really long time. I think because you have How to- long? Well, I think I'm still repairing it. I think because okay. they uh, say, however you were on long, on that, however long you were on that stuff, uh-huh. it takes a long time. That's how long the time it's going to take you to repair your tr- neurotransmitters. Wow, is like a, longer. longer. Yeah. I mean, they say years. Really? Sure. Yeah. So I was saying this on the show the other day. I think that that's still being repaired. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And um, when you really see that, and you're like, okay, this is going to take me a long time to repair, then it helps you commit. I think. Uh-huh. For oh, me, sure. Yeah. I was like, oh. Because what happens is you stop taking them or you reduce it and then you freak out and you're yeah. like, well, the easy thing to do would be this because I'll be relatively sort of sober. And I won't have this horrible feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. But then it all, the things you've put off thinking about or fixing are just, it all comes back 
tenfold. Yeah. Mm. And then you're like, so. oh, well, I know what would help me f- deal with all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and it makes yeah. it super easy. So yeah. that's a tough, and they say that benzo withdrawal is, is really tough and you have, you should really go to a detox more so than even opiates. Yeah. That's, yeah. You'll have really bad, really bad things happen. Yeah. A friend of mine was like really, she, she was like able to cut everything out. But when it came to, um, and I didn't even know, she's like, yeah, I've been taking Xanax. Like I've been popping those like candy for the years. Wow. And then she had to go to a detox because it was yeah. just like too intense. It's one of the yeah. worst. Yeah. And people yeah. don't really know that. But if you yeah. stop taking it, you should go, you know, or it's up to you, but it's life threatening. Yeah. Just as, and you yeah. shouldn't go cold turkey. They say you should get with your doctor and taper yeah. it. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Bunga. so when I've gone off that stuff and I have done cold turkey and I've just been like, Oh my God, higher power, help me. Um, <laughs> let me just survive this. You know, because I haven't wanted to go to detox and really have the time. But um, I've noticed that when I when I'm at my worst and at my my worst around people and my the because it makes your brain really jacked up if you're on them off them on, on oh and, sure and yeah, yeah these other medications you take I have noticed like I'm just a fucking drag <laughs> to be around you know until you kind of get your strength back uh-huh. yeah sure you can't even. Oof. Yeah, yeah, and some of those times have been on the radio, and it's been mortifying. Oh! Mortifying. Do you have a hard time being on when you really don't feel like being on? Or are you able to just switch? Like, you know yeah, I mean? I'm just so much. I'm just down. I'm a downer, and I'm negative, and just thinking. You <laughs> Which know, is so counter to how you are presenting right now, or how I know I'm you trying, to be. Yeah. No, well, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, I, I do like when I hear you and Andy be bitchy and pissy with each other, but usually that's around the holidays. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which is always great. You guys are so tired. Yeah. I had my Christmas party Saturday night. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, you... Why do you give me attitude about it? I'm not giving you attitude. I'm just saying neat. That's neat. Well, you're being bitchy. um, And your mouth is full. So that's a double... I have to eat breakfast or I'll get even more... Beachy, you know, I'll need to put on a white jacket. <laughs> well, how was it? Who was there? Who who else? Who what else? Who what there? else? Who what what? Who ate what? Did Kylie Minogue eat all the cheese again? <laughs> Kylie Minogue did not show up this year with Jake Shears. A lot of times people are like, are you okay? And I want to say, like, it, it's the opposite. It's not because I'm on anything. It's because I'm not. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know? and right. yeah. So a lot of times right. when people are the most concerned, it's like, oh, my gosh, he's so out of it. And it's like, but it, it's because things yeah. are not working properly. Uh-huh. Like, I'm yeah. trying my brain yeah. to work a certain yeah. way. And yeah. now that I'm off of it, it's all that that always happens. I had a, a, um, a friend I was working with, and she's like, are you okay today? Are you okay today? You don't really seem yourself. And I wanted to be like, oh, my God. I couldn't be more sober. Right. That's so interesting yeah. that you think yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you only knew, honey. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, Pardon honey. me for a second. Oh. Oh. It's like Mr. Rogers. Who's at the door today? Oh, my gosh. LaCroix break. LaCroix break. Did you say LaCroix or LaCroix? Hey, LaCroix. Said, me too. Cheers. Oh. Well, hello there. We are the Femme Dolls. I'm Cherry Torn. And I'm Sophie Monroe. Dominatrix bitches, home alone, and ready to double down on making you our naughty slave. We love to hear all of your kinky secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't be shy. Come on, you can tell us anything. Are you gay? Because we just always like to know if a guy is gay. It feels so good to confess, doesn't it? Isn't everyone a little gay? Oh, so gay. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. Thank you. And action. 
so we had a delivery and so we were just wrapping up the story of your uh yeah i mean so that's it i mean i don't a lot of people are kind of like you know they post a lot about it and even though i talk about it yeah how I do don't you feel, do, I went, how do you feel about like being public with mm-hmm. it is like certainly has its pros and cons and you know right well i that i just like being honest about it and just saying it's something i prefer about myself and i mean i i like to be a sober person i i show up better to things when i am i have my wits about me mm-hmm. sure um and as the brain fog is clearing i just feel like it's getting so much better and i do feel more like myself but um i don't post about it a lot because i don't know um it makes me i like when people post i think because it's inspiring a little uh-huh. bit yeah I'm like, sure oh, that's good i feel like there are a lot of people who have um issues with it but a lot of people who post that stuff i see them so happy and i don't feel like it's you know crazy fake and i know it means a lot to them and so i just take it as a you know a a inspirational thing i guess Mm -hmm. um but i i don't really because but when i see people who have gone through it and they i do feel like they're so much lighter sure they're you know they don't carry the weight of the world on their shoulders yeah and i am happy for them and i'm rarely happy for anyone <laughs> so, you miserable cunt yeah <laughs> so i'm like well, that's you know that's good i'm happy for them because a lot of yeah. people a lot of times it's people i know and yeah. i'm like oh wow i did notice a change for you mm. two two years yeah. ago now you have a husband and children great for you i yeah. mean i don't know if that's what i want or but i mean I well want, that's what you're gonna get i know <laughs> You're going to get these miracles. <laughs> so, I don't know. But it does kind of have a good effect on everything, inter- interactions with people. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah. even though I think it's funny sometimes to be a downer with people and be a total bitch on the radio and stuff, it's not, like, a little bit goes a long way. Yeah. 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 So, there's a time well, and a place. Like you mentioned earlier about how there's this thing where, especially, like, sometimes younger people like to be like, oh, this was so shit because right. it's a drag. Because, mm-hmm. it is. like, who needs to have every minor flaw pointed out yeah. constantly? In a funny way, on a broadcast is one thing, or even being yeah. bitchy with friends is, you know, or you know, talking shit on a podcast, whatever, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah, a little shade is good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, just to be a naysayer about stuff, it, it's kind of it just seems antiquated to me. Just like when people will tweet it, something or or post a comment, and they'll they're like, no, they could never like what, yeah. a, what a piece of trash. And I'm like, okay, great, but like people will respond to stuff I say about Lindsay Lohan or something and they're just like oh my gosh she looks terrible and I'm like don't I don't know if I would you know put that out there yeah yeah I, yeah. I hope the best for I don't know her life I yeah, know what sure. we see and I would just be like hey I and that was something um that some I learned at World of Wonder when I was young and a kid was kind of like love everything or don't it's a fake love everything but take everything in the global sense like what this means in our culture right now uh-huh. you know yeah that's that like love like kind of not love but like be a you know a sponge for everything so if this person is becoming famous it's like okay that's a moment in culture and why and yeah. if, you, if you hate their music or you hate their uh, movie or whatever it's like you don't have to hate it but you can be like wow that's crazy i can't believe that's what's selling right now <laughs> yeah. and i'm gonna understand it i like yeah. to think of stuff it's like yeah it's just not for me it doesn't yeah. do anything for me but you know god bless the people that are getting something out of it yeah and which is kind of always what i want from other people too like i don't want to hear why something i like mm-hmm. sucks like don't right. tell me yeah right. i don't a give joke a fuck. is fine oh a yeah. joke is totally but, fine or someone you know but someone's like why do you like that i want to um, be like why am i talking to you right why am i yeah exactly there you yeah. go yeah i have the I, I have this weird awful well, it's not weird it's common this awful bad habit of like wanting to know what like what's that celebrity really like right. <laughs> i think and I, I i think i was um i said the other day in the podcast i was like i bet jennifer lopez is a 
bitch. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, why, and I'm thinking, I was like, why the fuck did I yeah. say that? There's like, no, I have no proof. <laughs> Nobody said anything. And I have, there's no reason to say that. And then it's like stupid stuff like that when you just maybe throw it out and like either on social media or, or, you know, just put it out into the public sphere. I was like, why the fuck are you being negative for no damn reason, you stupid bitch? You, you know, you're a bitch. You're I'm a, the bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah all, that's all that's revealing is that I'm the stupid bitch. You know, um, but yeah, and I, but I always like, uh, I want to know, like, I uh, that people are evil. That like, really, <laughs> oh, she's really. It's all right. act. They're all real. They're all assholes. And right. You know, and I, my ears prick up when I hear people talk like. You know, Ellen DeGeneres is a real bitch. You know, and I'm like, oh yeah, how? T- tell me how. Well, I remember like, that day too. I was that. like, I was like, she seems like she could be that way. Yeah, yeah. you know, because every once in a while, something like that will get you. And yeah, it's so pervasive in the culture too. It's so easy. Yeah, it's so easy to like. Yeah, so crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, also the cancel culture and everything. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah and that's something I think I mentioned. I was talking about Michelle Collins' show. Yeah. You know, she was like, she's what, not canceled. Why do we? No, she's not canceled. No. Uh, but she's like, do we cancel someone forever for that? Or like, at, at what point do we give them a second chance or forgive? Yeah. Like, why? You sure. Know, everyone, like, nobody's perfect. Everyone has something going on. They're, and that's the other thing. Like, they're doing their work and they have to be, or they, they're now, you know, a public persona and stuff like that. But like, and are, are we, now just like we rip people rip people to shreds oh yeah the yeah. first thought is like what's the meanest joke I, or like oh i hate them and it's like well that, you're stuck with that comment you know yeah. yeah like think of something clever to say yeah yeah that, funny put downs or like a dismissal is way better yeah i think than that and um before we uh, wrap up and everything i want to get into a little bit of some of the other things you do in your career it's a very very so many. varied oh, career yes. renaissance story exactly yes uh, the tv work that you've done because you're a producer and yeah. you mentioned being a showrunner earlier yeah when did you get into that i was doing theater and i had a, a summer off that i was paid not to take another job i was on hold for another one that was supposed to start that fell through but that summer i wrote a bunch of stuff I was writing a book. I wrote a feature and uh, my boyfriend at the time, who was Andy, he said, you should take that script to Randy and Fentanyl World of Wonder Mm -hmm. and pitch it. Because I didn't watch TV at the time. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you should pitch that as a non-scripted series. Okay. Yeah. So that got optioned and picked up but not picked up it, we made it it took a year and uh-huh. change to make and then it got shelved because there was a scandal behind the scenes oh wow um mm. but that was how i learned but and i was on the ground so i was like shooting and producing and oh, directing yeah. and yeah. then you know came back and you know tried to help edit it and then when that got uh shelved and could, wouldn't couldn't even air they were like well you're here and i was like i cashed in my 401k to move here and uh, make the show because i was a little slightly underpaid but that's fine that was my first job as <laughs> yeah. we expected yeah. and expected and they uh they put me they threw me on satori and dean in love as a producer oh, wow so i just started Is she a going bitch I'm just <laughs> she's a real bitch um, i've always it, thought that yeah that, that was a crazy yeah. a crazy summer um one crazy summer and a long crazy summer. <laughs> hot, hot wet hot summer let me ask you though okay because i i think probably for for listeners at home the title producer and even for me what the fuck does that mean well it can mean a bunch of different things really? for me it meant you just can't say writer and director on on those shows. Oh right, it's not sure, right. yeah, like nothing's so, written. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, and everyone yeah. does a different thing as a producer. So mine was directing and helping people kind of write. So I would throw a line oh, out and say, okay. "It'd be so funny if you said to Craig, you know, you're a huge bitch and Ellen's a cunt." Yeah, so, right. You know, or whatever. And uh-huh. then you, then you'd cover everything else in the episode because you don't know where that scene would go. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it was basically kind of like 
uh, D-List. I also worked on D-List. The Kathy Griffin the Kathy show. Griffin, yeah. yeah. And that was basically a scripted show, but but not. So, we, yeah. you know, we wouldn't write pages of dialogue, but we would write out, here are the things we have to hit in this scene. Okay, sure. And then discuss it with her. And then she, and she was so good. So she would kind of riff on those things and make it, you know, her own. And then you get in the interview chair and you're like, here's what's going on in the edit. Talk us through this, you know. Um, but that, so that was my, what I did as a producer. Yeah. And then um, I used to do development a bunch, still do developing the whole show here's how we'll start here's how the mechanics will be stuff like that so So, that's basically working out from the original idea mm -hmm. what everything's going to be right and doing so they call that making the creative so i would make the creative for shows and then on watch what happens live i just wrote jokes okay but my title was producer Mm -hmm. okay yeah i was on that show me and trixie were oh yeah that's right yeah we were bartenders yeah Yeah. we we were on with um kate hudson and colin Hanks. Oh wait, isn't Colin He's Hanks the show. legendarily unfunny? Not, not a comedian. <laughs> let's put it that way. Yeah, not a comedian. But he was in a he was in a sitcom, and they showed a clip, and it was not funny. At yeah, all. I don't I think that like, sitcom still airs. It was know. like I was like, that's a clip. Should have been the funny part. Maybe right. it was. Yeah. Sadly, maybe it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the yeah. good bit. I hate him. <laughs> I heard he's a real <laughs> bitch. Real bitch. Fucking bitch. What's it like doing that show? Is it fun? That was like at the peak of my breakdown. You know what I mean? Oh, I perfect. Could, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. What better thing to? So I think I was yeah. a real drag to be around. Uh, but I did learn a lot. I don't remember any of it, but um, I know I learned a lot. Um, <laughs> but I did. I was. I was kind of exhausted before I even started. I wanted to just write jokes. I didn't want to. Um, write a story bible for a 10 or 12 episode docuseries which was just so daunting even though i'm good at that yeah but i wanted to just do something simple for a while because i was burnt out and so i i got to do that and that was years and years and years and then i was like i'm never moving back to la unless it's for good or for a long time i can't do back and forth yeah and i came back to do two specials for bianca and uh and that was great because it was scripted. We knew what was going to happen. We knew the scenes we were going to uh-huh. shoot. We did have pages of dialogue. And it was so much easier than doing a reality show. Sure. Because you get into the edit and you're like, well, here are the scenes we shot. Right. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> right. And like the amount of um, work it takes to filter through footage and make a story from that is. I cannot I'm, imagine. And when I have too many options, when everything's an yeah. option, I'm. I, yeah. And my brain works like that. I'm like, well, you could do this. And then you could do this. And you could do this. And somebody has to say here's how it needs to be yeah sure i'm good at offering up a ton of options and ideas but i'm not good at being like the decider of the yeah yeah. because that usually comes from the network and somebody who wants to say you know chuck it start over and then you're like well here's what that's what we planned on and it's just a lot of like watching footage and then plan it it's just a lot so yeah it was easier to do the bianca show because we it was just it was so much fun we all had a great time we had a great cast and that was uh, a good way to move back here and then then i just kind of i found this niche of doing scripted but not like the kathy show and the tori and dean show yeah mm-hmm. bianca's yeah. a terrible bitch <laughs> i've heard that oh, you know i've heard that tra- unta- it's no talent no talent propped up by none yeah and oh, just gosh. rotten for in the core. Yeah. Sure. Vicious. And you can smell it mm-hmm. from a mile, mile away. away. Yeah. yeah. I can't even look at her. No. Why would no. you want to? I know. <laughs> yeah. I did turn to stone. I had to have that reversed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I worked with her in her second movie. Mm. And, um, oh, right. And I got to have a scene with Janine Groffalo. And you locked everyone out of a room. Yeah. Or the yeah. set. Yeah. Yeah. 
I got to I, hijinks and pranks, like, which I love to do. <laughs> Waste everybody's time and money. Actually, yeah, I met good. one of the producers of that the other night, Matt Kugelman. Kugelman. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. We go back guy in the 20 years. Really? Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Before he, he was working at CBS. CBS, with him. yeah. But even before that, I think, I mean, that we were both like 23. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met. The life. nicest. Yeah, and she's sus- lovely. suspiciously so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard he's a real bitch. He's he, a real bitch. He's oh God. Yeah. So nice. He's yeah. so nice. And uh he was telling me about oh. the fight sequence and how great Brian was oh, at so getting the moves down and that everything else was going wrong that day. And they only had like oh. four hours to do the fight scene, and they got it done in fifteen minutes because he just nailed it. Oh, oh good for you! Yeah. Why take wonder? Well, ten uh, ten years of martial arts training. <gasps> really? Are you yeah. jujitsu? In uh, karate? Oh, really? My dad's like a ma- like a like stop a it master at what yeah, kind yeah. Of, what color bla- uh, belt? Oh, he's like a, a fifth degree black belt. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, that came in handy because I didn't realize how like when you're doing that stuff. People don't know what to do, like I because I, yeah, I, yeah. I like know how to do it. Like I know yeah. how to like kick and punch and like um, generally, if you've never ever done that, mm-hmm. you have no like. Yeah, uh, sure. You know, like it, yeah. it doesn't make any sense, and it I, it's so funny. It, yeah. like it, for people who don't know how to fight when they try to do it, it looks amazingly funny, <laughs> like really, really That's bad, hilarious. like yeah. really, really bad. It's like someone just going, "Oh, okay, I'll do a ballet." Move. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I can do like a a, a triple pirouette or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, <laughs> and you have to think about the camera and the blocking and hitting th- your yeah. mark right. Yeah, uh, it's not, it's not, it's not uh, easy. I heard that Gina Davis on the set of A League of Their Own was so comically uncoordinated that they, <laughs> they it was like a real big, big problem she's so unathletic i can't yeah. throw although except for archery archery right but that's i mean baseball and archery don't really good, share many, have good yeah. aim yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's funny i can't hit a baseball i can't throw a ball no i'm terrible not I can't athletic play at all Mm-mm. no i can run and i can i can do i can play soccer Okay. Uh-huh. Kick things, can but kick I things, can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm tennis, sort of, but I can't uh, make a basket. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you could be the best in the world at any sport for a year, what would it be? I would do basketball. basketball I would because yeah. I I like watching it. I like mm-hmm. going to basketball games. I don't yeah. like to see a bunch of stuff. Um. Well, the, actually, if well, one sport. I mean, I guess it would be some sort of Olympic sitch. You know, mm-hmm. like um, maybe a Winter Olympics thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm not a well versed skier. Uh-huh. Or, um, yeah. I think skiing is. Terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah. Sonny Bono died. Was, yeah. I always feel yeah. like yeah. Natasha Richardson. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it's so, and I always feel like I'm so high off the ground yeah. that if I were to fall, it's, it's over. Yeah. yeah. It's extremely risky. Yeah. It's yeah. very expensive. It is. <laughs> yeah. And you're on ice. Right. And you're on slippery things that go downhill on yeah. ice. Like, I'm so scared. Yeah. Those are all situations I try to avoid yeah. in yeah. general. Yeah, and then shredding narnar. I don't know if I can shred the narnar. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, but maybe yeah. Like I mean, I would love to have the confidence to do the what's that thing called the the ski jump or the high jump? What is that thing called? Oh, Where you just uh, like go all the way down oh, and yeah. fly into the air and then just that's land. fucking idiotic. Yeah. How fun if you could yeah. be able to? Yeah, right. sure, sure, sure. And it's good for your hips. Yes, in the knees. Oh, I, I yeah. like swimming. Okay, I yeah. didn't give you a good answer. These are all things. <laughs> well, there's too many great ones to Fucking. choose from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Having> sex. <laughs> I don't know. Eating. Are you a big slut? Not no. Not no. Not really. I, I mean yes, but um, I'm not a practicing, <laughs> not practicing slut. Yeah. Yeah. Oh sure, theoretically. So in theory, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I go. I go a long time in between. Um, 
encounters a okay. really long time this really is a very long time yeah i stopped taking prep oh oh wow yeah just a few weeks ago but mm-hmm. like i was because i was like why am i taking that like if you're trying to get rid of like it just seems like a huge chemical i was like i don't yeah. know if i, if I want to have that for a while now you know there haven't been any like um documented side no, effects. no not at all it hasn't um, been up for very long but right and that's what the doctor said so I was taking it for a few years and I don't know if I'll ne- not take it forever. I'll probably go back on it. I stopped taking that. I stopped taking Propecia. Uh-huh. Propecia. What the fuck? Is that Oh, yeah. That's that a hair, hair thing. Hair? Yeah. But yeah, you have a lovely head. Yeah. Well, I was on Propecia. We'll see in a couple weeks. Did you get hair? Did you It doesn't make hair, hair grow. It prevents it from going away. Okay. So yeah. wait. I'm past the point in return with that. Did, but, you, did you have a balding area or did you, were you just worried that it might? I just didn't want to lose it at all. Mm-hmm. Do you have a family history of baldness? My dad and all the men in his on his side of the family are bald, but every guy on my mom's side is like thick. T-H-I-C-C. So, yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah, of course. Thick woke. Yes. <laughs> Snack. Yeah. So it looks like, I mean, I think I've made it past the hump, mm, you know, yeah. after turning 40. I think I'm like, you okay. never know. You never know. <laughs> but yeah. you never know. I mean, it did decrease the volume of my ejaculate. Oh. That's how they put it. So you have a sex drive, you can get an erection, but you can't, you don't, produce as much one little um, puff of sawdust and that's it <laughs> sometimes you're like whoa dry yeah. as a bone so yeah. for porn stars no propecia no well propecia. they're all you know they all have like very short hair well except no. for a few people interesting you know? interesting i never thought about that before but now that you put those two together hmm. right. so you stop prep you stop propecia anything else with a p that you've ceased yeah um, propofol <laughs> no, never, no more, never no more anesthetic sedatives. Yeah. Hilarious, uh, pussy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You you had a real problem with that for yeah. a while. Prilosec, Prevacid. Oh, ooh. <laughs> I don't have my GERD. Really yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. Um, what is it about uh, dating and everything that you find that you want to take mm, breaks from? Or? Well, well, kind of back to the mental stuff. I really want to um, be the best me i can be before i involve somebody else in this because it's i, I want to make sure there's no, not a codependent moment uh-huh and i don't want to look for validation i don't want to like super impress somebody i just want to be 100 percent myself it will come i'm confident it will yeah but it, i'm not seeking it out and i hope that you know the best times i've ever been in love have always been out of a just um no-brainer attraction and and yeah. friend not you know over but friendship you know sure. I, yeah I, something I like, clicking i like liking the person i also don't need to hook up with another person just to hook up with another person i sure. feel like i'm totally happy jacking off uh-huh. mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, there's so many toys and devices available now yeah. that uh, you can always and have. programs to tune into. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that I do do that. Sure, I, I do watch programs. You do my, oh, my, yeah. my stories. <laughs> Your stories. I watch my stories. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any favorite stars? Um, I do. Lately, it's been like filthy people. Oh, oh okay. you know, I like a filthy a filthy whore. Uh huh. Now, what, what in your mind constitute a filthy whore? Because I feel like I that like could be subjective. I like a verbal whore. Oh, okay, oh yeah. Okay. So I like nasty. that. Yeah, yeah, I like nasty. verbal as well. I like, hear, I like hearing just slutty, slutty, nasty, okay. nasty whores. That I like. Okay. Um, I'm pretty vanilla, I guess, Okay, they would say. Yep. Um, but I'm not on, on, on the grinders and the apps and stuff. Yeah, sure. I have downloaded Grinder a bunch of times, but then I'm like, I I don't know what to say. I, yeah, I've, I've, I've been on... Grinder is a very funny environment. It is very, it is so strange to me. You get all types of stuff. I, the other day, I got um, uh, 
tw- uh, somebody who their version of like hello is 12 pictures of their asshole mm-hmm. oh. like 12 of them. 12 yeah. different angles uh, and, uh, and kind of the same angle oh really yeah, it yeah. was just like a lot of like it just every and then and then hi hi wow. like and just yeah i was like well hey. yeah and, and okay cool and they're all you know the times that i have tried it you know you'll talk to someone they're like let me see the dick you uh-huh. know? Uh, sure. yeah. and, and i don't actually have pictures of my dick uh-huh. i'm afraid i'll accidentally airdrop it to my mom <laughs> yeah sure or something yeah. so yeah. um i'm always like okay i mean i guess i could take one but i just I'm, i, don't I won't enough. i won't do it yeah I care yeah i won't do it yeah i won't send pictures and also what me. if you get what are they gonna say like oh i actually don't like it yeah and i'm sure that happens all the time to people i'm sure yeah yeah but now with facetune you could probably facetune your dick make it bigger stretch it out no change yeah. the color add uh. some texture He's, i have i have a, di- I have a different color dick <laughs> yeah, it's, it's dark gray <laughs> a different color dick is a good book different title i think different, for you. Yeah. Color different color dick dcd dcd mm-hmm. <laughs> and great you're talking about relationships and everything how is it working with their ex-boyfriend because you two you and Amy were together for having, did, yeah. yeah great how long three did you do three oh wow yeah okay. um yeah, we were very, very, very much in love and maintained that, you know, mutual love for a long time and, you know, never has ceased. And then it turned into a working relationship because we get each other, you know, I would say inside and out, but that's, that's just like an ex yeah, yeah, sorry. Hey, um, but, a little uh, filthy for our yeah, show. Yeah, please. So I yeah, might have to bleep you, that. Can you uh, clean it up, please? <laughs> um, it's, it's great. And um, I'm friends with most of my ex-boyfriends. Yeah, that's great. Except for two, one or two, and we weren't. Well, I guess we were boyfriends. <laughs> but um, <laughs> well, you, you always know. have to have the exception that proves the rule, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Was that the relationship, Andy, Andy that, that you moved no. away from? Okay, I'm just curious. Yeah. No, that was later because you know that one I was pretty young. Oh and right. I, I mean, it was heartbreaking, but we were still in the same city and stuff. Um, but. Uh, no, it was when I was a little bit older and I was like, well, this is it. This is great. You know, uh, we're going to be together forever. And yeah, uh, yeah, you know, there's no way it's work out in yeah. a way though. You are because you work together. Right. I mean, it, exactly. So it, that did work out and we'll be friends forever. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that will change that. I like when people call up and insist that you guys should just date again. The <laughs> ladies will call up because sometimes their audience is interesting. They'll get calls from Andy will say, I want some Trump people to call and oh, explain gosh. to me why you're uh-huh. still, you know, whatever. Sure. Yeah. And they do. They call and, up. And what do they say? They're actually fairly respectful of yeah. the whole thing. Uh-huh. And it's really an interesting thing because you don't hear that much. You just mm. hear very, very strong opinions. I like on the other that side. a lot when people yeah. come in. And, and most people who do, I think it's been, I can't remember a guy who's called, but it's mostly women. But most people are like, I get why you would hate him, but here's why I did. And it's always something I haven't thought of. Yeah. You know, even though you think you could never think of a reason to vote for that guy. But when these people called in, it has been kind of uh, enlightening. And that's that's something I think is great about our show is that we do want to learn. You know, we want to hear the other side and then ask questions and learn. Because mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't want to be like that other side, which, which is like, well, here's here's the only reason why. Um, I'm going to be the way I'm going to be. I, mm-hmm. Like I think we all have stuff to learn from each other, even if someone made has made a decision that is insane. Yeah. Um. So. Wow. Or insane to me. I know. I know. It's strange. It's just strange. Yeah. I'm. I, I'm baffled when I'm baffled. 
Right. You know, yeah. it's like, that's truly baffling to be baffled. <laughs> I know, now, I, now I'm baffled. <laughs> um, I think people, we assume that people must have hated Hillary to vote for him. And I don't think that's all the time true. And I can't imagine, like, why would you ever, if you had an, a, a choice? Oh, yeah. You know, I remember saying to people I knew who were probably going to vote Republican, I was like, just think about it. Yeah. You know, here's this guy from The Apprentice. It's not like Ronald Reagan, who's an actor, who's now a politician. It's, and who was a governor, no. right, for... Yeah, yeah, and kind of was into it. I don't know. And plus, uh, he had decent hair. Right, it was kind of handsome. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh, he was disgusting. <laughs> I mean, like, early on, right? In the early movies. And yeah. Nancy was kind of pretty. A bitch. <laughs> a cunt. <laughs> Huge bitch. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think... Uh, I don't know. I'm not also the best person to talk about politics, either. I know, like, I kind of go with what makes sense in terms of like i mean i, I will always vote dem- dem- democratic democratic yeah, democratic dem- de- oh that's exactly democratic. that's right I wish that's I a vote. civilized way to say it yes yeah. and, Critique. Be- and uh one last thing before we go yes uh one of my favorite things that you do <gasps> is your helvetica character oh right i've put her on like a little time out yeah so helvetica for those of you who don't know yeah. i'm gonna play a clip i'm gonna insert a clip <gasps> uh this is based on an australian newsreader Right. And then it spun out of control. Yeah. <laughs> Helvetica, what's in the news today? It's so, Black China news. Uh, she's appeared, she has addressed the allegation of a fight at Six Flags. There was a fight at Six Flags with Black China? Black China, as we say in the news world, lost her shit. Okay. Uh, and she, uh, her, her child, her baby, was in a pink stroller and she swung the pink stroller around to try and injure and hurt someone. No. So, um, well, because the person tried to touch the baby and, you know, she's not into, she wasn't into that. Oh, my God. Um, so she did come out and said, I do not condone violence, nor am I a violent person. Okay. I don't believe that. But shout out to all the amazing mothers out there that will not that will protect their children at all costs. Love, king, and dreams, mommy. Now, I understand that, being a mother myself. However, I would never protect my child. All right. Your daughter is named what? Tivana. Oh, how is Tivana? We don't talk about her on this program. Oh, we uh, don't. No. Oh, we're not. Okay. We're not ready for that. She is. Um, she's otherwise engaged. Oh, okay. And severely punished. Okay. She might be in a cage. Helvetica has become so popular on the show that John does cameo. Cameo. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. is that like? Um. Is it weird? It's How much do you charge? Weird. Mine is sixty bucks. Oh, that's not that's reasonable. Yeah, you started like. at a lower rate, but it seemed like why not? And the market will bear it, and people are happy too, and they tip you too. I like that. Oh, yeah. I one nice. time got a huge tip. I I mean, I did it because I didn't think anyone would. I, I got asked to do it. Not not like that, but I mean, <laughs> it was you know like hey, you can make some money, and so I was like, I'll make money, great, and people wanted it. I mean, I've had, I've done a bunch, not a lot. I was just thinking this is going to be so stupid and it is so stupid. They're short videos though, like what, 30 seconds? They're supposed to be, but I would, sometimes I'll do like a seven minute one, <laughs> oh, like yeah. a 12 minute. I love that. I, it's also, I don't think about it until yeah. I open it up and I read what's on the screen and I, I did, you know, and I never want to repeat it because also I'm not a housewife. I'm not, people don't know who I am, but, you know, or she is. So they think they want to see what's going to come out because it's just improvised and yeah. ad-libbed and off the cuff and sometimes i think that that's the only reason i like it is because that's what makes me laugh okay. sure sure yeah. yeah i like to 
Because then I laugh at myself for having <laughs> thought of insane things to uh-huh. say. Yeah. Um, like well, you know, you, you yeah, did make. She's trash. You made Jason's uh, birthday with that. He loved. Really? Loved, loved, oh, he loved it. That yeah. is so funny. I love him. He's I hope great. it was good. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I still, can't... with all I've told you, and you're like, well, I hope it was good. <laughs> oh. No, he loved it. He said it was one of the best uh, birthday gifts he's ever gotten. I put, yeah, I, I put it on ice because I feel like it is to borrow from Madonna, reductive. You know, it is very much like. <laughs> Kath and Kim. It is very summer high tie. It is kind of like any Australian person. And so I don't know if she's that original. <laughs> the character is also so dismissive and rude <laughs> to everyone. Such a bitch. Yeah. Bitch. Which yeah. is great. But she doesn't know it. She's just living her life. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah, and on that are. note, yeah. John Hill, thank you. Oh my God. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been a delight. This is what happens you turn on the mic. I just say all this stuff that later I'm like, oh God. Perfect. <laughs> That's what we were counting on. You're so easy to talk to. What song would you like to close out with? Because oh, yeah. we play a song at the end Do of the show. Do what you want show. by R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mute, mute him. I'm sorry. I won't even mention his name. Yeah, we'll play the Christina Aguilera version instead. <laughs> Will you really? Yeah, you want that? The uh, Lady Gaga and Christina yes, Aguilera? Great. Sure. Because they're taking it back. They're like, we're not going to let a man ruin the six weeks. And the, the Christina Aguilera one is great. It is. Yeah. And it was also a big moment for them to come together. That girl can really sing, you know, that Aguilera. Yeah, she can. Yeah, she got so That Aguilera broad. Yeah. 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 Got big lungs, Bicola. Yeah. Christina Aguilera. Your lungs. <laughs> Aguilunza. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's no bossy, but it'll do. No. Yeah. <laughs>
suppose if you ever 